This is Dr. Katrina with Crown for a Cause. Today we are talking about uh, suffering with low self-esteem and how to bring your self-esteem down. So we're going to be able to talk about this t- special topic today along with other people. Uh, hello everyone, this is Dr. Katrina. How y'all doing today? Today we're going to talk about uh, suffering with low self-esteem and how to bring your self-esteem. So, um, if you would like to follow the room and follow the moderators, and if we could clap. So, I'm going to ask um, Dr. Catherine, would she like to talk about suffering from low self-esteem and how to bring your self-esteem up? I feel like about other things like imposter syndrome which will bring your make you feel like you're not good enough and bring your self-esteem down Um, I know I go through it sometimes feeling not quite feeling (laughs) the best about my myself and so some of the things that I do and then I recommend too with people that I work with is um, to to focus on the things that you are good at or the things that you are thankful for or grateful for. Um, It would be too hard to focus on too much on the low self-esteem, which is really feeding ourselves negative thoughts about our, you know, ourselves and our abilities. And so if you focus on the abilities you do have and not what you feel like you don't have, oftentimes that will help to bring up the self-esteem because you're focusing on what you're good at. You're focusing on your higher points. And in doing so, you start to feel better so that then you can focus, uh, then you can put some energy into uh, bringing up those things that you feel like you're not as good at. Um, That helps to bring down your your self-esteem. I wonder what everybody else is kind of feeling and thinking. Uh, Kurt, can you yeah, thank you. Uh, I wonder how everybody else kind of feels with it. Um, and before I even go on, I'm just going to introduce myself really quickly. And then um, if Dr. Katrina wants to, she can, she'll introduce herself and, and talk about the room as well. And then we'll see what everybody else feels about um, self-esteem or, um, and, and bringing up your self-esteem. So I'm Dr. Katherine Jackson. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and a board-certified neurotherapist who owns and practices at Optimal Neural Holistic Services in Illinois. I'm also the author of the book, The Couch Experience, A Guide to Good Therapy. And um, I'm just really happy to be here today to talk about such an important thing because um, for most of us, for a lot of us, our self-esteem ebbs and flows. It uh, doesn't always stay ultra-high, but the beauty of it is when we get low, it doesn't have to stay. Um, ultra low either. So I don't know, Dr. Uh, Katrina, would you like to share a little bit about who you are in the room? And then you can go on. Yes, I am. Yes, I am Dr. Katrina. I am the CEO of Crown for a Cause, as well as I do have a Crown for a Cause podcast. So I am a mental health professional. I have all types of hats. Um, I am an event planner. I have a boutique owner. I'm a re- president of recruitment of McForm- McFormandale Christian University. 
So I have all hats, and I'm in here um, to start this uh, nonprofit organization to help with homelessness, helping with everybody, mental health, education, or anything that values to help others. So I would love to pass it on to Caesar. Caesar, would you uh, talk about this topic? Yeah, yeah, sure. How you doing, guys? Um, well, this is something that we all have. You know, we have so we have low self-esteem, and we have high self-esteem. You know, there's two. There's always gonna be those two extremes, two versions of ourselves, and we have to remember that that low self-esteem person put up with a lot of things, has been going through a lot of things, and the only reason that we have good self-esteem is because that person you know that version of ourselves was able to take that so when i look back at those times where my self-esteem was crushed i I always look back now and say thank you to that person because he wasn't weak it was a strong version of myself i just took it in the chin and you know sometimes we feel defeated but we're not no matter what we go through in life we're still here and and you know we can we can uh stay stuck in it or we can move forward so I just like to pay respects to my experiences and my my hard times and those times that my low self-esteem has has taken over. But um, you know what I would like to say for sure that's helped me out along the way is that whenever we identify something is is trying to break us, whether it's somebody's comment or even our own mind, remember to call on that person, that strong uh, part of you, and don't don't ask that person inside you how they feel ask them how they think and that person's gonna think that whatever it's feeling it's a lie it's not true because we're amazing we're strong and yes there's gonna be things that challenge us but we can't let those things hold us back so we always have to find a way that when we start feeling i think for me more than anything it's uh it's a way that people that i that i give too much of my value to like you know, to give an example, my wife or, or my kids, if they do anything that I know is going to break me, I have to remind myself that they are not me and I and, and I am not them. They will do things different. You know, and sometimes since, since I'm a person that's always trying to uplift people, my words, my choice of words just flow naturally for me. And other people's, you know, flow of, of, of the way that they speak and refer to you is different from yours. They might not have bad intentions even if they, you can't let that penetrate you, you can't let that put a value on you. You have to understand that. You know, a lot of people are like, I can't believe this person did this to me again. I can't believe my, my, my mother let me down again. It's in their nature. That's how they are. It's up to you what you do with that information. You have to be strong or, you know, it will affect and it will bother you a lot. So just always remind yourself that even if you do feel like you have low self-esteem, there's, there's someone strong inside you. There's someone powerful. So whenever you need that person to back you up, tap them on the shoulders and say, hey, um, this situation right here, I need your help. And you will always be the best person to rescue you from anything. We can always count on others, but you are the strongest person. You're the strongest person to build yourself up and also to destroy yourself. So make sure that if, you, if you're in that, in that persona of destruction, call on the stronger version of yourself and ask for the help you need. Because, you know, that's, that's the way we get it done. We're, we're a team. On the outside and on the inside. So that's that's my share for today, guys. Thanks for letting me share, Dr. Katrina. Thank you so much for sharing about your self-esteem. Uh, yes, Absolutely. we're going to go on to uh, Diane. Would you like to share about 
suffering with self-esteem and how to bring your self-esteem up? Before we move on today, can I say something about the Caesar? Yes, you can. So, Caesar, I love your perspective and how you uh, focus on the resiliency and the fact that, um, similar to what I was kind of highlighting with the ebbs and flows, we have ups and downs. Uh, some days we have low self-esteem, you know, or some moments in our lives, and then some moments we have higher self-esteem. But what I loved about your share is how you, um, you focused on tapping back into it to when you had higher self-esteem and you know, welcoming that part of you back <laughs> when things are a little bit lower. So I just appreciated your share. All right, I'm sorry for cutting in. Go ahead, Diane, if you're ready. Well, okay. Right now I'm going through low self-esteem. I was, um, I was before I got into a relationship. I was, I was, I had high self-esteem until I got into a relationship and um, I just broke up with the guy or the guy broke up with me I should say um, and it, it didn't go well and um, the situation in the relationship it didn't last long the relationship was not long and um, the situation in the relationship it gave me low self-esteem because of the of why hello my people hello so um I I don't it's because of how people um I can't seem to find love I can't seem to find somebody to accept me me and I, I, I love, I love me part of me. I love part of me. I don't love all of me, and I'm working on me. But I want somebody to stand by me and love me too, along with me. And I can't seem to find that. I'm done speaking. Thank you so much, Diane, for sharing. Um, sometimes, you know, when you bring up, you was happy when you was in that relationship, and then when that relationship was gone, it made you become self-esteem. But then it's this time that you have to give up on yourself and focus, you know, give up and try to focus on what you need to do to push yourself, to bring your self-esteem back up. So we're going to uh, pass it on to Chris. Chris, would you like to talk about the topic? I'm sorry, Chris. I'm sorry. It looked like she unmiked. Did you unmike Diane? I accidentally, I didn't realize I was. Okay, I go ahead, know. Chris. I'm so sorry. I thought you wanted to say something um, back to, to Dr. Chen. All right. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Um, all right, so I'm driving, so let me know if, if the wind or anything starts, like, picking up. Uh, so, honestly, all I really got to say about self-esteem is I think the most important thing is, is to be honest with yourself and, and just know who you are. Because um, a lot of times, whenever we're feeling low, uh, in my experience, is 
you know, you, you don't realize, like, you don't want to admit the deeper issue that you have within yourself, because I'm, I'm like a, I'm a firm believer that everything is, is your fault, so I believe that, that anything that's happening to you, anything that you're feeling is, is really your fault, it's something that either you accepted, or you didn't know how to set a boundary, so I just believe that anytime that you're feeling low, you just need to be honest with yourself, and ask yourself, why am I feeling this way, and just move forward from there, you know, because a lot of times we, we like to play, we like to place the blame on others, but it's really, it's really our fault, so my name is Chris, and I'm done. If I believe if low self-esteem is a, a, a fault thing? Yeah, because you said, uh, I believe it's my fault. I have low self-esteem. I believe it's my fault. I was asking, do you feel like it's a fault thing? Like, it, it has to have somebody to blame? Um, yeah. Okay. All right, so... I think it's a, it's a responsibility thing, because I think um, a lot of people including myself, you know, I used to be like this. We don't, we don't like to take responsibility for our emotions. We don't, we don't believe that we have as much control over our emotions as we actually do. So I, I just believe that whenever you're feeling any certain way, um, you know, it's up to you to, to realize why you're feeling that way and, you know, just change your future. But, um... You're breaking up a little bit. Um, self-esteem... Self-esteem is really a Yeah, to change your future, my bad. And I, I just believe self-esteem is really it's a thing that you to do things. So something I think Okay, we're going to reset the room. This is Crown for a Cause. I am the curator of um, Dr. Katrina. Um, name of this topic uh, is Suffering with Low Self-Esteem and How to Bring Your Self-Esteem Up. So, I have my moderator, Dr. Catherine. She is helping me um, moderate this room. So, if y'all feel the, to um, kind of follow us or follow the room, and we'll uh, take it on to LaVille. LaVille, would you like to share? Blessings to everyone in the room. Uh, the topic is a heavy topic. But first, we must start with self of who we are. Where did we come from? How are we wired? What moves us? So it all starts with a thought. You started thinking on something to make you feel a certain way. It's natural. Feelings. It's natural. 
It's natural. We're human beings. It's with the way we design. It's nothing to get alarmed about. We have these feelings in life about certain things, but those are just feelings. It can't harm you physically. Those are feelings. It's something we think about. To me, having low self-esteem is something that Satan possesses to put in your mind to have you thinking in a wrong, negative way, cause you to feel in a wrong, negative way. Sometimes, you know, it, when you have these feelings, bad feelings, to cause you to feel bad, and it's not of God. God created us to be happy human beings, but yet at the same time we are wired to feel these things of a negative side. So I guess you have to really hug God more to keep good feelings, good vibes. Because at the end of the day, it's just feelings. To and it puts you, you know, your feelings puts you in a low self-esteem. Your feelings put you in a, you know, a up, motivated person. How you excited about things? So again, it's feelings. It's natural. So we have to, you know, embrace it and say, you know what, God, you created me. You control of this. I don't have to feel like that. Because at the end of the day, if I was created in your image and your likeness, I am God. I am you, and you are me. So you. It, you can't play into Satan's hand of feeling down and negative and things are not going for yourself and you just, you're done. Because guess what? Someone's always doing worse or bad off than you. Just when you think you're doing bad and out of luck, someone's just it's even a bad, worse situation. I'm available. I'm done speaking. Pass it on to Lori. Lori, would you like to speak on this topic? Yes, ma'am. Okay. A lot of I wear many different labels that were given to me along my journey, and I've had to fight in order for people to not to uh, not perceive me in a certain way and define me by the label that was given to me. So I was always put in a position to where I felt I had to fight and create a voice for myself. Not to mention people have a tendency to try to kill my spirit. And I've experienced traumas behind that. And that brought me to a point where somebody's trying to tell me how I'm supposed to feel versus how I actually feel. 
and it brought me to a point where my self-esteem and my self-confidence was broken because I started to believe these narratives. So in my journey, what helped me, I had to change how I spoke to myself. I had to turn it, I had to then internalize and do the hard work to create a new kind of self-talk. Tomorrow is not promised to us. Every day I get a chance to do better than the day before. And a book that I think is important that helped me along the journey that was actually given to me by my eldest daughter. And it's something that I've been doing this whole time on my journey. And it's called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And they are, let your word be impeccable. Don't take things personally. Don't make assumptions. And always, always do your best. And when you know better, you do better. And you have to fill your cup up first before the change you want to create. You have to become it. It's been a long journey for me in my healing process. And it's been very, very rewarding. And again, my name is Lori, and uh, thank you for allowing me to share. Lori, thank you for uh, for sharing, and for everybody who's on the stage, if we can uh, unmute and and leave, you know, like the the clubhouse clap. Lori is new to clubhouse, so we can just. Oh, it's it's your birthday. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Clubhouse, and um, I am sorry for what you've gone through, but um, what I'm hearing, even though you've gone through quite a bit, is all your resiliency, and I, uh, thank you so much for sharing your tips on how you you got through it, how you're getting um, through such difficulty, and especially with people trying so hard to kill your, your spirit, and you're still here, and fight keep going. You, you, you suffer low self-esteem as a black woman? I'm sorry. When um, when other people are talking, you gotta wait till the other one's completely out of mind. I am complaining. Go ahead. I will uh, allow you to go ahead and share some words with Lori. I mean, there's not much to say. She has our right to feel low about herself. She's a BBW. I mean, goddamn. Pretty big, goddamn. Thank you. What happened? Right. So I think we're gonna move on to the to the next person. I don't know how to pronounce your name. Is it Wubi? <laughs> Would you like to share? Oh, hey. Thank you so so much, and hello everybody. Hello. 
you're beautiful people, seriously beautiful people, and you pronounce my name Wooly. <laughs> so what that means is that that was a name that was given to me by my daughter when she was nine months pregnant and had the flu. She cuddled up with me and she said, "Mom, what's the baby going to call you?" And I said, "I don't know." I said, "I guess we'll find out when the baby's born." And with that, she cuddled up next to me, all snug and bug, as I was caressing her hair and hoping that she was feeling better. And she goes, "Oh man, this is so wooby." She goes, oh, "That's it. You're wooby." So hey, everybody, I'm wooby, and I absolutely appreciate everybody that is here today. And I'm an author, and I、uh, have a book out. It's called Tears of Fears Behind Closed Doors, and it's my journey with being raised in a toxic home. Being told I was no good, stupid, and all those wonderful things that destroy us, and then I got married at the age of 18 to a man who said things to me that I never heard before—that I was wonderful and great—only to really entrap me into his web because he was a narcissist and an abuser. <clears throat> well, I was married to him for six years, and、uh, I didn't have a lot of self-esteem. And but here, here's one thing that I always remember. Asking myself is how come people treat me this way? I'm a good person. So, how many of you here say that to yourself? I'm a good person. I don't deserve to be treated like this. How come they don't see the worth in me? Right. Meanwhile, here was the biggest challenge of all: is I didn't see the worth in myself. So, very, very fast forward in that. Very abusive marriage that I was involved in for six years. I had to look at things as what was the purpose of all of it that I've ever gone through in life so far. As I was twenty-six years old, I'm now sixty. <laughs> so I got you people. And、um, at twenty-six, I was married for six years to this man. But here was the difference. I had a little baby now. That, as far as I was concerned, I may be voluntarily staying in this marriage, hoping that things were going to change, hoping that he would see that he needs to treat me better. But here was the deal, and I'll just you know share this real quick with you because. If there's one thing that I understand is when you dig deep into personal development and really digging deep and finding those mentors that impact you with not only words but actions of how you can become more of who you are, your self worth, your self value, bring up your self esteem. Well, has anybody heard of Mr. Les Brown? Anybody by a show of claps? No. Okay, so Mr. Les Brown,、uh, you go ahead and Google him, but he is known all over the world, and his words are power, and he is a motivational speaker. So let me just share with you that this was the divine change. I was married to a narcissistic man, very abusive. I was a new mom of a 15-month-old baby. The baby had her shots that day, and she wasn't allowing me to put her down. Now, the one thing that my husband was always used to doing, even though I worked and I was a mom, was to come home to a very clean home and to a homemade cooked meal every night, and I enjoyed that. I loved doing that because deep down inside, we're nurturers and we enjoy loving on people. We just wish they loved back on us, right? 
So I never was involved in personal development, or so I didn't think I was. And because this baby was in my arms, it was five minutes before, in my book, Tears of Fears Behind Closed Doors, my former husband, my first former husband, his name is Anus, and because that's what he is, and that's what he was. And, uh, but this was five minutes before he walked in. I was holding the baby in my arms. Nope, dinner wasn't made. Nope, the house wasn't picked up. It wasn't dirty, but it just wasn't picked up. And that's just the way it was because the baby needed me more that day than the house needed me. And all of a sudden, I turned on television. And back then, it was Channel 2, PBS, Public Broadcasting uh, Station. And here's this man who I've never heard of before. And he said to through the screen and here's the deal when the students ready the teachers appear and he said you have greatness within you what don't allow anybody don't give anybody permission to steal who you know you are you could be stronger and you could have more oh those words penetrated me so much so that that moment that divine moment i was a student of a man i never heard of who is Mr. Les Brown? And that was five minutes before my former husband walked in. And when he did, of course, he wasn't happy because he knew he didn't smell dinner and he knew that the house wasn't tidied up. And yep, he sure did carry on. But here's the difference, guys. For the first time in my life, I didn't hear a word he was shouting at me. He sounded like Charlie Brown, wah, 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 wah. And all I kept on hearing was less brown because it was that divine moment and I looked down at my baby and I said you know I might be staying in this relationship which is a choice which makes me a volunteer victim but you my little baby girl of 15 months old this is not your choosing and we're getting the hell out and I promise you somehow some way we're gonna have a better life and that was the beginning of me finding out who I am and to stop looking in the mirror and spitting at myself, thinking that I was the ugliest thing that walked on this earth, that I was worthless. All of a sudden, I became so powerful because I started really digging, digging deep into personal development. The other thing, and um, I wish Diane was still with us because this really goes out to her, is that we should never be in a hurry to get involved in a relationship when we leave a relationship because all we're doing is following the same pattern and the same mold and we're not reaching out to different people and this was the beginning of me and i knew i didn't want anybody else in my life i knew that i needed to learn about me who is who am i who am i and it wasn't until about a year and a half later that i went into another relationship but it, this was different this was different because I started hanging out and meeting new people that invested in themselves like I was to learn who are they and who are they better. And when that happened, I met different people and I met people that gave me compliments, but these were sincere compliments, not trap compliments. So. I, I just want to say this because I, I can go on and on, but we all have greatness within us. Every single one of us, 
You need to take time to learn who you are. Allow God to shine through through the process of the education because God doesn't make junk, nor does he give us any more than he can handle. However, he's not always going to make it easy for us because if he did, we would never become stronger. So I encourage each and every one of us to realize and live within our purpose. And instead of looking at us and saying, why do people treat me like this? Say, what is the purpose and how could I use it to strengthen and better me? And I'm going to go ahead and close off with that. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, I hope I'm saying it. Is it Ruby? <laughs> Ruby. Yes. Ruby. Thank you. Ruby. Thank you so much for sharing that story. And I and and just it wasn't just that you're still there. How much you overcame. So that is great. Thank you so much for sharing. We have um, two new people on the stage. But before we go on, um, I'm going to turn the mic back over to our fearless leader, Dr. Katrina. She's the curator of Crown for a Cause. And today we're talking about suffering with low self-esteem and some ways to bring ourselves out of uh, feeling like we have low self-esteem or dealing with it. So we're going to reset the room. This is Crown for a Cause. Um, now we'll talk about suffering and low self-esteem and how to bring up our self-esteem. So next, we'll uh, bring it over to Marilyn. Marilyn, would you like to talk about the topic? Um, yeah. Um, what I've been noticed is I, I did um, suffer from low self-esteem. Well, what I do is um, I'm beginning to, um, every time I start to have a negative thought, and I mean, and it's a lot harder to do, um, it's a, you know, it's a lot harder to do than say, of course. It's easier to say than do. And um, I just replace it with something positive. And that seems, it, it is working um, to some degree. But, um, you know, you have to kind of stop the intrusive thoughts. Um, it's, you basically have to just break the mold and start all over again because, um, your past is always, you know, going after you, haunting you. Um, so you have to replace all of those thoughts with good thoughts. And you have to realize um, whatever caused the self-esteem was, it, it, it wasn't you per se. You didn't cause, you know, the, the pain in your life, um, especially if it came from childhood. You really can't blame yourself from that, and you you have to kind of forgive yourself and to put the blame where it belongs. And what I've been starting to do, and I just bought like a bunch of sticky sticky notes, and I'm just gonna write like good words and put put it all around my. Um, I work from home, so I'm just gonna put it all around my computer just those good words of affirmation you know sometimes maybe when I'm feeling sad to ask myself why are you feeling sad and maybe to have different um, things that I that should having different things that should say um, why I should feel happy and not sad <laughs> um, because sometimes I think um, the reminders can really help us um, those little notes because sometimes we get so down in the rabbit hole that we just go further and further 
with all the negative things that happen to us and then it's like crawling out of this black hole you know so I think it's really important to have positive things around you things that you like things that you like to smell things that you like to see um, just kind of um, just surround yourself like a, a wall of happiness you know instead of a wall of sadness that's that's what I've been trying to do I'm Marilyn and I land my plane we are passing it over to our final um, speaker lady would you like to talk about suffering from low self-esteem and how to bring your self-esteem up thank you thank you so much um for um being here uh today and with crown for a cause this is dr katrina with crown for a cause we have talked about suffering with low self-esteem and how to bring your self-esteem up i do appreciate everyone thank you dr Catherine, for being in marilyn Lori, and the other guests for being here so thank you for listening to crown for a cause podcast you have a nice day